welcome to the Daring Author Podcast, the show that takes you behind the scenes of building a successful author business, bringing you inspiring interviews and information on writing and marketing ideas for your book so that you can build an easeful, empowering and profitable author business. I'm your host, Jenna Lee, owner of The Daring Press, a virtual marketing and support agency where we help indie authors who are ready to take their author business to the next level with more ease, growth, and time. You can find the episode show notes and a bunch of marketing resources at thedaringpress.com. Let's become daring authors by diving into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another chapter of the Daring Author Podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Stacey Marie Brown, who is both a PR and contemporary romance writer of hot, cocky, bad boys and statistics heroines who kick ass, which I absolutely love. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's all right. So Stacey is really here to talk about today breaking out as a fantasy writer. So I guess to like kick things off, how did you get started in writing specifically fantasy romance and basically, yeah, where you started with your writing journey as well? Well, I think, I mean, I grew, I was, I'm a Gen X latchkey kid. So we had, and I lived in the country. So fantasy, I grew up on Goonies, Labyrinth, you know, like I was always in fantasy. I don't think there was a time that, that like, that was just always the world I created and I loved so I don't, it was just kind of one of those natural progressions. And I didn't realize at the time, like how much I wrote stories, you know, like I would sit out and like, there's horses in the field and I would be sitting in my little journal and, you know, it'd be something silly or something like that, but I never considered it, you know, a profession. I always just wrote, um, but I went into acting. I did interior design, you know, I did all these things that I loved creatively, like creating worlds. And then I realized, you know, with directing and all that stuff was just, tuning me to be a better writer because um I was in the middle like I had moved back to San Francisco all my friends that were like come 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 home you know I moved back and they all moved out and so it was just I found myself actually weirdly like alone and you know like had no friends in a in my city that felt familiar so like I just started reading and I went back to school for interior design and I was just all of a sudden it just started coming to me that I started feeling like this need to express myself in that way. And all of a sudden darkness of light came through and it was just like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. And I'm in the middle of, you know, paying all this money for my interior design education. And I'm like, yeah, oops. <laughs> I, I did that this, too. So funny. <laughs> I, most people do. Yeah, I so did that too. I, I mean, That's so funny. And I did a degree and I'm like, only, <laughs> only like 30% of people actually use their, you know, their degrees or something, you know. Yeah. So it was just in the middle of that, I realized I loved and enjoyed interior design, but I, what I was willing to fight for, what I was willing to be like, I don't care what it takes was when I put darkness alight and people were starting to respond to it. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This has always been what I wanted to do. And I just didn't know it, you know? Yeah. So it took me until my late thirties to find out like my mid thirties to be like, this is it. So, you know, people that are always starting out, like, you can find it at any age, you know. Yeah, that's so true. It's like you don't have to know your life journey. You know, we we have to go through certain things and we have to find our way back to what we actually love to do. And each of those, even though you spend a lot of money on these degrees and like, you know, a lot of time and stuff, you know, I think that is your journey and you did that for a reason to find what you actually are passionate about and what you want yeah. to do for life. And then it clicks and everything happens. Yeah. 
you know. I wouldn't be the author I am today if I didn't do those things, especially my directing acting background. Um, because I write everything in a movie format. Like my head sees the scenes, sees the music, sees the, you know, angles. And I, so I write as a movie. And so without that, you know, my background, I wouldn't write like I do. So I needed to do all that to get to where I am. And I needed the ventures of my life. I needed to live abroad in Australia. I was actually in um, Melbourne for a year and, you know, like in all these places that, you know, contributed to who I am today and why I write the way I do. So, yeah. like, you know, everything is a reason. Yeah, I love that. That's, yeah, I really love that journey. And thank you for sharing that with us. I want to switch now to look at, like, when did you start first seeing success um, in the fantasy genre? Like, was that your first series that you wrote that you were talking about then? Or did you start with contemporary or like what sort of the journey been around that? Darkness of Light was the first book I ever wrote. And I, I don't have any books hiding under my bed. Like there's everything I wrote, I published. <laughs> so um, I was always, I was paranormal, a reader. I loved paranormal writing. So that was really what I, Darkness like it was supposed to be two books and it ended up being a series. And then the Connected series, Collector series came off of that. And the Lightness of because everybody fell in love with those characters and wanted more. And then, you know, and then I was in that like, okay, I need a break. And I need sometimes world building gets too much. Sometimes you're like, oh God, I'm opening up another hundred thousand word document, a blank page. And I'm starting off in this like, you know, like fighting and all. And I was just like, I just wanted to cry one day. It was, I think it was the end of my collector series. And um, that's when like, I started to write contemporary because I needed that, like, I needed that little, like, maybe I'm doing it just for me, but I needed that break. I needed, like, it's just a pointer girl. And yes, there's a lot of crap that happens, but you know, I'm like, there's no magic. There's, you know, it's just, uh, I kind of needed that for me as I like, I'm as a clout, you know, palate cleanser. And then I'd miss them and then I'd go want to go back. So I still do that. Like, I'm still writing both, but I've always been a paranormal first. That's always going to be my first love. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And yeah, sometimes we do need to, and you see authors that do switch it up in different genres. And I think you need that because yeah, fantasy is quite heavy on world building and you have to, you know, there's so much if you're building a whole like a whole new world, there is so much in that of like coming up with all the different bits and like, it, yeah, it is huge world building. And then being able to have a break from that and mix it up with something else gives you a little break from that. And you can, you know, still be writing, but in a different way to um, then be able to help you when you do get back into that fantasy. I think it definitely can help with um, yeah, getting back into that world building and yeah, I think mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good balance really for that. Um, what do you like attribute your to your success as um, like is there anything that you've done with you know genre covers, troops or like marketing classes or like anything that you feel that's helped, really helped you to reach the level you're at today? Is there anything um, it, it's funny because um I was at this um, you know, writers thing that Colleen Hoover was at, and she's like, I think it's, you know, I forgot some, uh, she said something like 40% work and the rest is just luck, you know, and I've been here for 10 years. I think people think like, oh, look at you success. I'm like, I've been working my butt off for 10 years, you know, my darkness of light February is, you know, so, and really my success was TikTok had really nothing to do with me. It just, I was putting out a product that I felt was what I want to read and I felt was really good quality and had the books, I mean, the covers and everything that I felt was a good, it just 
I, it wasn't hitting, you know, but then TikTok picked it up and that's where it finally like, you know, it took off from there. So it was really just, sadly, there's so many of us out here that like, I feel are brilliant authors and brilliant are doing everything right. And it, there's no formula. There's nothing that's going to say, yes, you're going to make it off of this or no, you know, because there's somebody next to you that's going to make it and you're going to be like, why, why, you know, and there's no reason. And that's what kills us. Cause we want that. Like deep down, we want to be like, okay, if I put two and two together, you know, I'm going to get this. And it, that's unfortunately not how it works in this business. And um, again, TikTok really brought my, you know, savage lands up to where like, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay. And then that's why everybody's like, oh, Stacey, you know, how success I'm like, I've been uh, down here in the like working nonstop for 10 years. Like, you know, it always reminds me of the acting business where somebody's like, oh my God, they're a breakout success. I'm like, look back in their past. They've been there at least 10 to 12 years, you know, doing side work and like, you know, so I'm like, that's how it, you know, we just, I think getting out a good product, I think doing everything that you, like I started writing because I wasn't finding the books that I wanted. It was, there was always kind of a, there was this or this, and I wanted kind of more of this, you know, I wanted more of this middle ground. So um, if you do good quality and put it out, like, this is my brand, this is my product. I want the best of the best. And so you keep working at it, but you have to know that it might not happen, but never give up. Cause what if that one day, 10 years later, it does, you know? So um, it, it, that's, what's so frustrating is this, it's all chance luck. And, but there's also a lot of hard work and drive, you know? Yeah. And I'm marketing. so glad. And lots of marketing. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because that's so, and I'm all about that. Like there is no roadmap to success. Like you see these posts in a lot of Facebook groups and, you know, it's awesome. Like that the authors are celebrating. I'm, I'm all for that. But then someone's like, oh, I've got, this is what I should be doing. And there's that should word that I do not like, <laughs> I agree with, mm -hmm. but there is, if you see those posts, there is many different paths and different roads to take that will work for you. And it's about, you know, if you don't love TikTok, if you're not feeling it, if it doesn't feel good for you, don't do it. Like that that might work for certain authors that mm -hmm. do feel good with it and love it and that's their path, but don't push something that doesn't feel good for you because it's not going to relate um, back to the reader or the content you're putting out because you're not going to feel that love for it or that energy, yeah. right? Because let me say, when I say TikTok, it had nothing to do. I wasn't even on the platform yet. So me going through TikTok, because actually you're the worst at selling your your stuff. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, of course you're going to tell me how good your book is. It's everybody else that's spreading it going, oh my God, guys, pick this up. So that has nothing to do with you being on the platform. Because personally, I like Instagram. I'm not a huge TikTok because I don't want to be on that. I'm like, I enjoy being behind the scenes now. Um, and that's just, uh, to me, it's so draining all the time to be constantly new content, new this, new this, you know, and I'm like, not everybody needs to know my opinion. <laughs> they want me at work. They want the next book. So, you know, um, so yeah, find where you feel, you know, but there is pushing yourself and like finding like, okay, you know, trying different things. I think yeah. that's where a lot of new authors always come to me and be like, oh my God, well, you know, what do you, you know, what is that kind of, I think they want that roadmap. I'm like, whatever you've heard on advice, it's all crap because yeah. you're going to hear, get your butt in the seat, get this, that, get, and I'm like, that might not work for you. That like planning me getting those boards and people like writing, you know, writing a huge outline that never worked for me. I tried, I was like, Oh, she did it. I can, you know, and I think we all make that mistake when we first try, we think like, Oh, if we follow that author's steps, I'm going to have the same success. And I'm like, all those things never worked for me. Some days I was like, 
okay, I am not writing today because my brain, like, I mean, it's just garbage in there right now. So I'm going to go for a hike. I'm going to go for a walk. And a lot of times that's where I'd come up with that plot twist that I'm like, oh, there you are. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I think find what works for you. You know, try a bunch of things when you're first starting, but right away you can probably feel like, mm, you know, like, I don't want to do that. I, you know, this is what makes me feel comfortable. Don't force yourself because that's where it gets really like, and then all of a sudden you no longer love it. You no yeah. longer want to be there. You know, all of a sudden you're just like, this is, you know, you don't want ever this, this is to us something that we do because it's like, I can't help myself. Like this, these words need to get out. And the, the moment I feel like this is a job and I no longer want to do it, I'm going to, you know, have to step aside, you know? Yeah. And you get that resentment and then it's not good. Then mm -hmm. you fall back out of love with writing. And yeah. at the end of the day, you got to remember why you started and why you do write. Like, what does it feel for you? You know, how does it support you in a way of like you know yeah like expressive writing in a way in in that sense of you you feel you have to go like for you to feel good a bit you know being able to write out the words and there's that love for it when we start thinking about it it is a job of course like that's that's it but yeah we've you know when you do fall in that trap of all the other stuff of running an author business and doing all these things and then losing time of that writing that's that's when things sometimes like fall apart or like get you know you get off track in that sense and yeah and it's not it's not a ni nice place and then you might get into the burnout and the writer's block or things like that so yeah definitely keeping that you know why you why you're writing like why and it's got to be about something for you you know mm -hmm. in that sense so and I guess that works into my next question just um, what do you love most about the genre, like genres that you write in? Like what what feels good and why do you love that? I mean, I think I've never liked the real world. I don't know. I just, I love the <laughs> um, magic. I love, I guess I've just always wanted, I was always that kid that wanted more, like of the, there was something special more to this world. So I'm, I've that, maybe that little bit of that innocence that there's, you know, more to this world. But I think I love, um, what drives my stories, what I really love is relationships, like is not like, I mean, I can have all this plot political or whatever, you know, and but I think it, to me, the base story of all my stories is like the family units, even if they're all friends, if they found family. Um, so I think like character, I'm very character driven. So I think it's, you know, no matter if it's, you know, paranormal or contemporary, that's my passion is finding these stories that are just can be gut wrenching and horrible, but how they get out of it. You know, I just, I love watching that kind of like, um, these watching these characters like go from like either up and to down and then have to climb out again or down, they have to climb out and just, you know, the bonds they make while they're going through it. And that that's kind of stuff I love. So yeah and those themes like twisting those themes into it and making it like really relatable to people that are you know might be going through something like that and mm -hmm. really seeing that that they are real characters you know if they do did get everything that they wanted straight away then it's like oh like that's not that's not reality that doesn't Story be over it's boring yeah <laughs> yeah so I do I do love that and it's like you're always you know they go through these struggles and it's like oh are they ever gonna get out like well you know what's happening and then when they do reach that point of it and it's like oh thank thank goodness that they do get out but I, I think it's important to show those struggles and you know weave those stories in to make it relatable to, to readers and why it 
why they want to read it, you know, to to feel like they're not alone in what they're going through of those certain themes or whatever you weave through those stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what advice would you give to an author who's starting out or somebody that feels like giving up? They're not they haven't found their thing oh, yet. Yeah. Um if you feel like you haven't found your thing yet, then you haven't. And that isn't mean you have to give up. That means that it's you just haven't found it yet. That whatever genre, like my I was, you know, just had an event and one of my friends that she's gone, I think she's written everything. And now she's found that thriller is like all of a sudden it kind of hit for her. And it's been years. She's been in this as long as I have. And it was finally like, she's like, this is, you know, this is it. So just because you haven't like, if you're trying one thing and the story just isn't going where, and you're like, Oh, I just don't like all of a sudden it's like that. Oh, I don't want to write this story anymore. I don't want to be part of it. And you keep trying, try another, like, you know, cause again, it took her a long time to get to the thriller you know, like to write thrillers and realize that this is it. Oh my God. It took her, like, she's been here over like 10, 12 years too, you know? So um, it's never give up, you know, never give up, never surrender. Um, but it's, um, it's finding, you know, like you want to keep going and, and not give up, but at the same time, like there's a, giving up is a weird term for me. Like, cause there's some things you need to realize I need to give this up. That doesn't mean that you give up writing in general, that just means maybe you aren't a paranormal or you aren't a contemporary writer or you need to have it find that niche in because there's so many niches in romance. I mean, you know, you could like there's murder mystery. There's this, you know, like there's just so many little things that you can find. Um, but I think until you try them and, you know, and start finding success in one, then, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's hard because right away I just kind of knew paranormal. Like I just grew up in that and I just loved it always. Um, but I also feel I don't quite fit in paranormal, like especially Savage Lands. People never know what to put me. They're like, oh, dystopian or just, and I'm like, that's actually not dystopian at all, but okay. Um, so I feel like I'm in this weird niche, but, um, and cause you know, people are like, I'm not exactly paranormal and I'm not exactly urban. You know, I'm in that weird glitch too, but I feel like I'm so tired of only having certain late, like, you know, and you go into Barnes and Nobles and there's only like sci-fi and fantasy, like, you know, like, okay, you know, then there's, you know, like, we don't always all fit in these things. So find your niche. And that might be some totally unique thing, but there is an audience out there for it, you know, because I realize like, I want this, (laughs) you know, I'm like, maybe I'll just write for myself, but find your niche. And again, there is going to be readers out there that are like, thank you. You know, finally somebody picked it up because um, that's, that's all the advice I can give. Cause again, this is just all it's art. So it's, again, you have to keep trying in different ways and different, you know, venues of how you want to, you know, show your art, how you want to like, you know, so that's a hard advice one. Cause you know, we're all out here still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love that, not you know, not giving up. And, you know, it can take a few years, but like in the part of not giving up, yeah, being able to adapt to, okay, this isn't feeling good. I'm going to try this or try that. And mm-hmm. it's about experimenting and fighting until mm-hmm. something really clicks and then you find that. And, yeah, and I think knowing that not every author is an overnight success, not, e- not everything you see on social media is an overnight success. And you said that very well when you said, you know, I've been doing it for like 10 years and like your author friend that you're talking about that you met that's been doing it for 10 years and then finally found their path. But 
to the social media, it might look like, oh, she's just coming out now. This is her first book or whatever it is. It's like, no, there's many years of like trying. And <laughs> like I got 35 books behind me. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's the, we need to keep talking about that and make that, you know, normalize because that is the truth in, in any business, mm-hmm. in any sort of um, any industry, not only this industry, but, you know, every industry you'll see success stories, but there's a whole journey and life to that of um, failures and you know things and like directions changing and all of that till they found that thing that really like sticks and makes it happen so I think that's Uh important yeah Um, the last thing I want to talk about which just um, randomly came up I'd love to know like what a day in the life looks like for you and you know your routine if there is like a a daily routine that you have or yeah with um, in relation to your writing and yeah how you do your business as well very, very boring. Like, (laughs) um, you know, it may be exciting in my head, but my life generally, like, you know, it's just, um, you know, like my dog, I have my dog and then, you know, I don't have kids or husbands, so I don't have to worry about that. So I'm pretty much work 24 seven. If I'm, you know, like I'll try writing and if I'm going well, like I do that most of the day and I do my walks with my dog and um, and then after dinner or something, that's when I just kind of then change over to marketing and getting like, you know, um, you know, graphics done and, you know, like figuring out like, okay, you know, I have this plan, this, you know, and I got to get this out and this out. And um, so that, but pretty much every day I'm probably sitting in here <laughs> writing, you know, and some days it goes well, some days it doesn't. So, um, yeah. but it, every, you know, I try and then I know like, okay, today's not a good day and I need to walk. Cause my, you know, it's just, it's not coming out. And again, when I have writer's block like that, I know it's because I'm forcing something that my characters obviously are being like, nope, we don't like that. So I need to get out, get out of my head. And then usually I'll, when I let go, it'll come to me. They, they'll finally go, this is what we want to say. And I'll be like, okay, you know, so, um, yeah. so yeah, my day in life is probably being in this office a lot. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And another question for you, do you have like a team that helps you or supports you within your business or do you do everything sort of yourself? What does that sort of look like? Well, I have a PR. Um, then they're, they're good friends too. So um, I'll go to them for like random things that are just friend stuff. Um, but yeah, they help with like, you know, my releases and stuff like that. And then I do have an agent um, and she kind of just gets out like my, um, like selling to like, you know, trying to get to like Budapest or, you know, cause Savage Lens takes, you know, place in Hungary. So I want to sell kind of international rights and stuff like that. So um, and then, you know, I have amazing graphic artists that help me with my, you know, graphics and my covers and stuff. So I have a great team, but mostly this is a very solitude job, you know, it's, and that's why I think when we go to events and stuff like that, we're like, oh my God, people, (laughs) you know, sometimes (laughs) a little too much. And then we're like, whoa. Um, But yeah, no, I mean, I, I try to find the best that fit me too, that we work really well together. Cause again, in this business, being alone, most of the time you want those support team to be very solid and not to be like, um, cause I've worked through that, those bad relationships that you found that you thought were going to be, you know, good friends, they end up being kind of back, you know, so you have to find that group that really helps you and supports you. And if it's like getting together to write every week, like I have my friend, uh, Sierra Hill that we're close together and every other week or month or something like that, we try to do a write-in together and stuff like that to at least not be, you know, so yeah, I think it's really helps to have kind of a, you know, a system around you that really is supporting you and, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. Your people, the people that yeah. you you bring in that feel good to support you in yeah. your business. Because yeah, it can be a lonely business. It, you know, it's you writing, and it's like, guys, oh, anyone out there? Is it just me here doing my thing? Yeah. So yeah, having that support system, I think, is definitely gonna help you and yeah make you not feel so isolated and alone in this and yeah definitely to have that support system around you is definitely helpful yeah oh well I've loved having you on the show for our listeners where can they find more about you and your books and if they want to follow along well they can find me of course on my website that's just uh Stacey Marie um stacymariebrown.com you know and then uh from there they can find where i sell my books but they're on amazon they're wide you know so and then facebook instagram tiktok all the usual spots they could find me on so yeah Um, but i think anything that they want to like you know if they want to find direct links my website has most of that yeah yeah perfect i'll add that into the show notes so yeah thank you so much for being on the show it's been an absolute pleasure thank you Thanks for listening to the Daring Author Podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are ready to grow your author business with the support of the Daring Press, book in your free discovery call today before places fill up. We'll see you in the next Daring episode.